Good morning. It is Friday, June 18th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Well, it's good to be back home. I recorded all of this week's podcast episodes last week because my wife and I were out of town since Saturday. We traveled from Cleveland to Dayton to Owensboro to Nashville for a few days, and now we're finally back home, and this episode is actually the first one I'm recording on time as I normally do. So this week, we've been in the book of Jonah, specifically in chapter 2. This chapter is so unique to the book of Jonah, it kind of stands on its own as its own little mini-story. Just like in the book of Daniel, we saw multiple characters in that book having times in song and in prayer, and that's what chapter 2 of Jonah is for us. Jonah is in the belly of the whale for three days and three nights, crying out to God, and God has heard him. So let's finish up chapter 2 today. I'll read our passage for us and pray, and then we will dive right into it. This is chapter 2 of Jonah. Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the belly of a fish, saying, I called out to the Lord, out of my distress, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the flood surrounded me. All your waves and your billows passed over me. And then I said, I am driven away from your sight. Yet I shall again look upon your holy temple. The waters closed in over me to take my life. The deep surrounded me. Weeds were wrapped about my head at the roots of the mountains. I went down to the land whose bars closed upon me forever. Yet you brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. When my life was fainting away, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to you into your holy temple. Those who pay regard to vain idols forsake their hope in steadfast love. But I with the voice of thanksgiving will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed I will pay. Salvation belongs to the Lord. And the Lord spoke to the fish, and it vomited Jonah out upon the dry land. Let's pray together. Our God in heaven, as we close out our week and we begin to prepare our hearts and our minds for the Lord's day, Lord, help us use what we've seen this week in Jonah chapter 2 to lead us there. We pray these in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as we have been doing all week, we've been looking at the whole of chapter 2, but let's hone in on the last two verses, verses 9 and 10, that say this, But I, with the voice of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will pay. Salvation belongs to the Lord. And the Lord spoke to the fish, and it vomited Jonah out upon the dry land. We see in our passage today that Jonah has really done the full 180-degree turn from where he was in chapter 1. In chapter 1, he is running, fleeing from the presence of God, even seeking death to get away from God completely. And by the end of chapter 2, at the end of three days spent inside the belly of a whale, Jonah cries out, Salvation! belongs to the Lord. Jonah was seeking salvation. He was seeking salvation from the Lord, to get away from the Lord's presence, 
from what the Lord had asked him to do. He sought many avenues to do that. And ultimately, it wasn't salvation from the Lord that he wanted. It was the salvation that the Lord brings that Jonah wanted. As we've looked at chapter 2 this week, we know this. We've seen it over and over and over again in this chapter, in this prayer from Jonah. Jonah's heart has been changed and brought back near to the heart of God. Jonah, who was once the object of God's wrath and brought to the depths of Sheol itself, for three days and three nights, is now spit out from the belly of the whale onto dry land. There's this great sub-theme that runs through almost the entire Bible. This sub-theme of water. Water is always, almost always, marked as sinful. And dry ground is always marked as hope or life. Think about the Exodus. The water brought death and separation between God's people and the promised land. God opens it up and provides dry land, a way out, freedom, and hope for his people. In our story, the sea has been the enemy of Jonah. It is a symbol of God's wrath, of the consequences of sin. It is only death for Jonah when he's thrown into the sea. But here on our passage, he spit onto the dry land. Think of even life today. God's church is global. It's everywhere. And yet we are separated, separated from our brothers and sisters by the sea. You know, it's interesting in Revelation, when the world is remade and all things are made new, there will no longer be tears. There will no longer be death. You know what else it says in Revelation? The sea will be no more. And of course, Jesus in the New Testament calms the sea. He is the one who conquers the sea. He even walks on top of it. Of course, this little theme isn't perfect. Jesus is baptized in water after all. He's called the living water. But for the purposes of our devotion today, don't we see that the sea brought death? It was the consequences of Jonah's sin against a holy God. And for three days and three nights, in the belly of a whale, He's praying, finally saying, salvation belongs to not me. It doesn't belong to the one who runs from the presence of God. It belongs to God himself, and it's then that the whale spits Jonah out onto the dry land. My friends, as we go today, we prepare our hearts for the weekend, for the Lord's Day. We do this every week, without stopping, every week. We go through the same rotation. Every day we have the same patterns in our lives. Because how often do we forget the truths that we've learned here in chapter 2 of Jonah? If you're like me, it's way more often than I would care to admit. And we need rhythms and routines to help us. So, as we meditate on this scripture today, are we seeking salvation from somewhere else? From somewhere else besides the one to whom salvation belongs? Are the consequences of sin bashing against us like the waves on Jonah's boat, the ones that were keeping him underwater? If so, my friends, turn to the one to whom salvation belongs, our 
Lord, the one who will take us out of the sea, the one who will calm the sea, who will walk on top of it and bring us to dry land and ultimately to glory, where the sea will be no more. Let me close this in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, there's a lot for us to think about here in chapter 2 of Jonah. There really is, even in just a few short verses, just 10 of them, we could spend a long time meditating and praying through this passage. God, we relate to Jonah more than we would care to. We forget your promises, even after you have used us to fulfill some of your purposes, just like Jonah. Lord, we feel the consequences of our sin, thinking that we're doing the right thing, yet pursuing our own interests and purposes, just like Jonah. Oh Lord, with the help of your Spirit, won't you bring us back to a point where we can say, salvation belongs to the Lord. You are our steadfast love, the hope that we cling to, God. And as we go into our weekend, We want to keep that on the forefront of our minds. What are we here for if not to enjoy you, share the gospel of you, share the salvation that belongs to you, and worship our God in heaven? We pray these things in your Son's name. But I, with a voice of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will pay Salvation belongs to the Lord. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you on Monday.